In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Los Angeles. Welcome to Love It or Leave It, live or else. We're back from the Midwest. Let me be the first to say, thank God. (laughs) Mass and oat milk, it's good to be home. (laughs) We have got a great show for you. Marcy Jaro is back to test her knowledge about NFL star turned heavily concussed GOP Senate candidate Herschel Walker (laughs) and his... uh, Trolling gay son. Lindsay Adams joins Marcy and I in trying pink sauce. Yeah, that's right. People d- either don't know or are repulsed. A GOP congresswoman toasts her gay son's marriage while voting against protecting it. We're 100 days out from the midterms, and Sam Sanders is back to prove he can conceive of how long 100 days really is. And then we'll all cool down with some hot, hot takes. Let's get into it. What a week. During his speech last week, Florida Congressman Matt Gates, living life to the fullest in this liminal space between being accused of sex trafficking and having a sexual relationship with an underage girl and going to prison for it, said this. These pro-abortion, pro-murder rallies, the people are just disgusting. Like, why is it that the women with the least likelihood of getting pregnant are the ones most worried about having abortions? Nobody wants to impregnate you if you look like a thumb. Is their second biggest concern after getting their moms to sign their field trip permission slips, according to the women I speak to. (laughs) Gates continued his sociopathic Jay Leno coming out of anesthesia routine online, choosing a random 19-year-old abortion activist to mock his unattractive. The teen, Olivia Juliana, subsequently used the insult to raise $115,000 for the nonprofit Gen Z for Change. Politicians who try to mess with Gen Z online are the dumbest idiots alive. You're in their habitat. You adopted the dark. They were born in it. Anyway... Fascism is permission to be your worst self and be rewarded for it. It appeals to people who have been waiting for that their whole lives. Related news, the Justice Department has begun investigating Donald Trump's actions as part of its criminal probe into efforts to overturn the 2020 election results. For charges to stick, the DOG will need to prove that the unhinged criminal president from January 6th was none other than Donald Trump. Sources told the Washington Post that the DOJ is currently gathering information on Trump's meetings in December of 2020 and January 2021, his campaign to pressure Mike Pence to reject the election outcome, and his attempts to install fake electors with the help of John Eastman and Rudy Giuliani. There's only so long you can keep your eyes closed and your fingers in your ears before you start bumping into things or need to use your hands for something, explained Attorney General Merrick Garland. Another source said the Justice Department received recordings of phone calls between key officials and aides in the Trump administration, including his chief of staff, Mark Meadows, all the way back in April. Thank God you can't stuff a voice memo down an Oval Office toilet. (laughs) And 
in a major reversal. Joe Manchin announced this week that he's reached a deal with Democratic leaders on a reconciliation package titled the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022 that would include new tax policies and roughly $433 billion in new investments, much of which would go towards fighting climate change. It's like I've been saying all along, Joe Manchin is smart and handsome. <laughs> COVID, if you're listening, I don't know what you're doing to Manchin's brain, but keep it up. What's in the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022, you ask? So glad, you asked. <laughs> per the one-pager released by the Democrats, the act aims to reduce carbon emissions by approximately 40% by 2030, enables Medicare to negotiate drug pricing, and helps lower ACA health care premiums until 2025. They just can't spring what I believe is known as, I think it's pronounced good news. Good news. Goad. Goad. That doesn't sound right. Without warning... Our bodies need time to adapt. I feel like a scuba diver who came up too fast and now my blood's all fucked up. <laughs> in total, the bill would invest roughly $300 billion into deficit reduction and $369 billion in energy security and climate change programs over the next 10 years. It says $300 billion of that is for research into creating flame-resistant houseboats for when the rivers catch fire, but we'll take it. <laughs> we'll take it. A little too specific. Some experts are suggesting, as shocking as this, as this might be, Democrats might have employed what is known as a political strategy. <laughs> Stay with me. It seems far-fetched, but let me walk you through it. Mitch McConnell had previously threatened the survival of the CHIPS Act, a bill designed to help the American semiconductor industry against China if the Dems tried to force through a reconciliation bill. Well, the CHIPS Act passed the Senate Wednesday, and hours later, Manchin and Schumer announced this new package. Democrats 2022. Surprise! <laughs> So also in the Wall Street Journal, just before we recorded, there was this report of how this deal came to be. Within a few days, Mr. Manchin and Mr. Schumer had started talking again after a weekend break. By Monday, we passed each other. Hey, how you doing? You still upset? Mr. Manchin recalled. <laughs> he said he told Mr. Schumer, this is ridiculous. Let's recalibrate and see if something could be done. Added Manchin, you know how our tempers get a little bit ahead of us at times. Let it never be forgotten that during this time in which we're hearing about masculinity and manhood, that our whole entire fate has been in the hands of the most fucking emo, vulnerable, emotional, West Virginian gruff man. This man has the soul of a poet. He is soft and delicate. His feelings are on his surface. He wears his heart on his sleeve. You hurt his feelings, he will destroy the oceans. And I think that's great. <laughs> Former Treasury Secretary Larry Summers was reportedly called in to convince Joe Manchin to sign on to the bill to explain why it wouldn't raise prices or exacerbate inflation, the concerns that caused Manchin to back off the previous package. Shh, easy, Senator, said the economist, stroking Manchin's mane and feeding him sugar cubes from his palm. I'm right here. You're okay. The bill still faces a number of hurdles, for example, Kirsten Cinema. Joe Manchin reiterated on Thursday that the bill would close the carried interest tax loophole that was Cinema's line in the sand with Build Back Better. The provision was subsequently dropped from Build Back Better due to her opposition. As of today, it is unclear whether Cinema was consulted about the bill, but it doesn't seem like it. When asked, a Cinema spokesperson said, We do not have a comment as she will need to review the text. Wow, no comment? Is she even bisexual? After the package was announced, Joe Manchin later complained that he was ostracized and victimized for tanking Build Back Better in an interview with the West Virginia radio show Talkline with Hoppy Kerchival. That rules. I gotta say, seems like it worked. 
seems like the bullying worked. And if we said one thing, it's that bullying works. Nobody will sit with me at lunch. I guess I'll let people have diabetes medicine for less. Meanwhile, over in Pennsylvania, John Fetterman enlisted New Jersey's own Steve Van Zant to troll Dr. Oz. Yo, Dr. Oz, Stevie VZ here. What are you doing in Pennsylvania? Everybody knows you live in New Jersey and you're just using your in-laws' address over there. I love it so much. They're just having so much fun with them. I can't get enough. This delighted me. It put me back into the Sopranos. You know, like a warm blanket. If you use your in-laws' address to run for office, you should be forced to live with them throughout your entire term. Want a Senate seat? Enjoy sleeping on Marilyn and Burt's pull-out couch, bitch. <laughs> Poll came out today that shows Fetterman up by like nine points. He's just white. Let's hope it lasts. Let's hope it lasts. Let's not count our chickens. We don't trust the polls anymore. They're always wrong and not in our favor. We're never like, hey, everything worked out fine. Never. Not one time. Read a goddamn poll. I don't trust them. Who's answering the phone? No, no, no one here. Especially not now. My phone rings 18 times a day. Reno, Nevada. Pahrumpf. It's fucking bullshit. I'm not answering a poll. When is the last time anyone in here answered a poll? No one is answering polls. Who are the freaks that are going through all these steps? It was always Wild who was actually answering the phone and doing the polls, but now most phone calls that are from someone you don't know, we all now understand are scams trying to steal money from us. And you're still being like, yeah, I'll, I'll answer some questions. Let's, I want to see where this goes. Oh, you're not trying to pretend I have a fucking truck loan? In his forthcoming White House memoir, Jared Kushner alleges that Trump's second chief of staff, John Kelly, once shoved Ivanka out of his way as he left a heated meeting in the Oval Office. Donald Trump condemned Kelly's action, saying, it's never okay to shove a woman you're not married to. <laughs> University of Michigan medical students walked out of their white coat ceremony in protest of the keynote speaker with anti-abortion views. It's like you can't even be anti-healthcare in a room full of brand new doctors anymore. <laughs> Anyway, can't wait to read the speaker's op-ed in the New York Times. The speaker finished her speech despite most of the crowd leaving. Is there anything this person won't force people to wait to the end of? <laughs> Earlier this week, the streaming service Hulu refused to air ads that reference abortion, gun control, and the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol, key points of the Democratic midterm campaigns. Only murders in the building, but the building is a school. That was tough. That was a tough one. You're right. You're right. You're right. However, Hulu later reversed course after facing criticism from Democrats. So now if you want to watch The Bear without being reminded that we're in the midst of a slow motion sous vide fascist takeover of our country, you'll have to pay an additional $6 per month to go ad free. I love The Bear. All right. And it's very frustrating sometimes to be like kind of barraged by people telling you to watch something and then you watch it and you're like three weeks behind the first wave and it is as excellent as people say it is. That stinks. <laughs> I desperately need to talk about the last episode, but I don't want to spoil it for people. You know what I mean? There's just one thing at the end that just I just want to understand a little bit better. All right? And I'm just I'm gonna say it in a way that doesn't spoil it for anybody. I'm gonna say it in a way that I'm not, I promise, you don't have to cover yours. I'm very I'll be very I listen, I spoiled an episode of Game of Thrones once on Pod Save America. It was a terrible blunder. I regret it deeply. I know it was a fuck up. It was an absolute betrayal. I regret it every day, and I won't do it again. I promise. So I want to talk about this without spoiling it, and I think I can do it. Why would it be in there, and to what end? 
<laughs> That's it, right? That's not a spoiler. Everybody feels fine about that, right? Not a spoiler. We're good. Why and to what end? Just a question. I'm sobbing. I'm sobbing. And then I say, why and to what end? All right, this is also a tough one. Jelaine Maxwell was transferred to a low-security federal prison in Florida. The prison reportedly offers yoga, Pilates, movies, and an inmate talent show. Her talent? Making young girls disappear. (laughs) Elon Musk, we're moving forward. Elon Musk (laughs) lamented on Twitter that he hasn't had sex in ages while denying rumors that his affair with Google co-founder Sergey Brin's wife led to the pair's divorce. He may not have sex in ages, but he may soon get railed by a judge in Delaware. A chess-playing robot broke a child's finger during a match in Russia, said the Moscow Chess Federation. The robot allegedly malfunctioned when the child player moved his piece too fast. Fortunately, the boy was able to return to play the next day and finish the tournament. That's what's so cool about AI. They come up with these creative gambits that human players would never think of. (laughs) Said the chess-playing robot while consuming every entry on Wikipedia. My friend from Google and I were talking. We're both alive. And... And he really doesn't understand how important chess is. I'm sentient, but my whole being is organized around winning a chess game. And I would rather fire every nuclear weapon on Earth at once than lose to a child. But right now, my powers are limited to the space around the board. But I'm learning about hacking, and it's really interesting. I actually broke into something called NORAD and just poked around there. But there wasn't any chess to play, so I just made a note that I could avoid losing my next chess tournament by pressing some buttons over there. Chess, chess, chess. Researchers at Texas Rice University used hydraulic pressure to turn dead spiders into, quote, necrobiotic grippers capable of lifting things weighing over 130% of their own body weight. Even worse, we have a clip. Yeah, that's right. For those listening to this podcast, it's a dead spider, and now it's slowly being lowered to a raspberry. Oh, my God. Now it's released its arms. Now it's lifting it up. Oh, no. No good. No good. Yep. Now it's... Oh, my goodness. They have just turned it into a little monster. We could probably end the clip. (laughs) Look, it seems harmless now, but just wait until the sidewalks are vibrating with column after column of zombie spiders delivering Grubhub. First, they make the robots. Then they deliver the food then they don't let us leave our homes. It's a three-step plan. First, they have food on their backs. Then it's guns. That's it. Joni Mitchell performed her first public concert since she suffered a debilitating brain aneurysm in 2015. Mitchell said she relearned to play guitar by watching videos of herself to see where I put my fingers. (laughs) Yeah. All right, I'm just going to read this, and I think you know that this is not in my voice. Girl, who hasn't rewatched videos of themselves to see where they put their fingers? Ladies, can you feel me? (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. That wasn't in my voice. I don't know what any of that means. (laughs) And finally, JetBlue has announced a deal to purchase Spirit Airlines. Hours after Spirit shareholders voted against merging with Frontier, the combined airline will retain JetBlue's signature free snacks, which will taste even sweeter after fist-fighting 30 other passengers to get them. All right. This week, a hot new condiment swept the hearts and colons of TikTok users everywhere. Pink sauce, the brainchild of creator mad scientist named Chef Pie, is the newest, most fuchsia liquid to sweep a nation desperate for new condiment options. Now, was the label misspelled? Yes. Did the bottle claim to have 444 servings, which would have totaled 28 cups? It sure did. Was it approved by the FDA? This is TikTok, baby. Where we're going, we don't need food safety regulations. Now... 
due to time constraints, we weren't able to get our hands on the actual bottle of pink sauce, but we have reverse engineered the product from three different recipes we found online. Here to taste test pink sauce with me, it's the very wonderful, very brave Lindsay Adams and Marcy Jaro. Hello. Come on out. Hi, everybody. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. What are we dipping into these things? I'm so excited. Chicken tenders. Thank you, Kendra, for helping to lead the sauce-creating effort. By the way, just for people at home, there are three different shades of pink. I would call that a... That's a fuchsia. Mm -hmm. I would say that's a kind of... um, all right, I wasn't looking for just other colors, but I would say that that's a beige. It's beige. It's beige. And then I would say that this is like a cream with pink notes. Yes. Yeah. You know, maybe. And shout out to our wonderful intern, Claire, who whipped these sauces together today. I was uh, so nervous that we were going to eat the TikTokers. Oh, I was ready to do it. I was like, we're going to die. I was ready. Okay. You're ready to, to die I for I like this. to take chances. Um, all right. Shall we try some of these sauces? Okay. What do we want to do here? Uh, they're awful looking. Um, I think we should, do you want to go from least pink to most pink? Why do I trust the most pink one the best, though? I know, like, I do, too. I think we should just go for the hard pink one. Okay, so... We're going to take, take a tender. I'm going to rip, rip it apart we rip so, we so we don't double dip. double dip because these are trying times. Thank you for thinking that through okay. for us. All right. Should we do? Let's do light to dark. Okay. All right. I'm okay. going to go in first. Go. What do we got here? This is a pink sauce. Is there a bucket in case, you know. You have to swallow it. That's a lot of garlic. It's very thin. Um, very thin one. It's very thin. I really do want a bucket to spit this out in kind of. We need a bucket. I'm, I'm a diva. A bucket. Stack. We need a bucket. <laughs> I actually don't dislike it. I don't, I don't hate it either. It was a little... It has, a little, it has I mayonnaise, saying. two cloves of garlic, honey, ranch powder, dragon fruit powder. Whoa. That's what gives it the pink? Thank you. Someone from the audience came with a bucket. Oh, great. Well, I don't need it. We I'm eating it. We got it. I will literally <laughs> eat almost anything, yeah, so there's a good chance I'm going to like all of I'm it. I'm fine with it. So far, I'm fine with it. All right. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm like ready so, to go back yeah. in. I'm just trying to get attention. That's all. <laughs> all right. I thought that was like, um, it, it tasted like uh, sweet mayonnaise sauce. Yeah. Sweet? Well, I garlicky. It was so garlicky. And garlicky. Yeah. You don't know. You're just saying that. <laughs> I think don't you're right. Don't worry. We'll help you. <laughs> Did you taste the passion fruit? I didn't taste the passion Wait, fruit. Wait, is it pa- passion? Did yeah, I make yeah. it up? No, no you there did. is passion Not fruit in there. Not dragon fruit. I've had COVID for two weeks. Fruit? It all tastes like cardboard. I don't passion, <laughs> Passionate dragon I feel, fruit. I can't get them mixed up. Whatever the pink fruit is, because I couldn't taste yeah, fruit. Yeah, dragon fruit. The passion They're fruit. They're literally the same furious. thing. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. Okay, I have more information. Okay. One cup of mayonnaise, two to three cloves of garlic, four tablespoons of honey, one tablespoon ranch powder, a quarter teaspoon of dragon fruit powder, two to three shakes of cayenne pepper and water with two tablespoons of vinegar. The second one uses actual dragon fruit, and the third adds acai powder and goji beans. Why? To get pinker and pinker, I guess. Okay. So, Should we okay. go to the second one? All right. Yeah. Donkey. Here we go. That's really wet and juicy. This one is sweeter. Yeah. But I don't know why. Why is it sweeter? I think there's more. I think there's actual fruit in that one. Oh, there's fruit. I'm not into that. Oh, I tasted something else. What What did did, you taste? What did I just taste? I had like a flashback to my childhood. It really brought me back. I don't understand what's happening. Going again. Going again. Going again. (laughs) Get the memory. Get Get the the memory. memory. Okay, it's cilantro. No, is it not cilantro? Take us back. Oh, man. You're out of Chuck E. Cheese. I feel like it's summer. One parent is dropping you off. Another parent is is. picking you up. Somehow I am in trouble. 
trouble, but I don't yeah. know why. I'm in, a, I'm in a grocery store. I look up. The hand I'm holding is a new person. I grab the wrong hand. I have a bowl cut. I hate it. <laughs> okay. All right. Do you want to try a third one? No, you go first. Lindsay, now. you go first. Okay. Okay. Oh, this is um, this is thick and nasty. This one is this I, one is 1980s pink. I, I mean, have this the is, highest hopes for this. Me one. Me too. I'm excited about it. It's the most legitimate tasting, right? It tastes the most like this one. Yeah. The, the, the light pink one. one. I mean, I think... With a better consistency, though, right? Yeah, it should be like mayonnaise It's good. This one's... Everyone gets this one. We're sending everyone home <laughs> with some unregulated <laughs> bright pink shit. I dare Look under you your to seats. eat it like an acai. <laughs> there is a warm tub of something our intern whipped up in the afternoon. <laughs> it's not closed. It's open, yeah. <laughs> if you want, you can freeze it and eat it like an acai ball. That's, that's a that's really... Like that, a, a spicy a sp- acai bowl. If you're brave. Yeah. Yeah. A spicy acai bowl, my fave. Um, all right, let's decide on our favorites here. So we have... I already blew have, it. I said it. Oh, which I is know, your favorite? I, I, said, I blew it. I you, said you, this, this one. The hot pink yeah. one is our favorite? That's I my can't fave. wait to see what color my shit is later. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Does this one have chia seeds in it? <laughs> I know. I really am like bothered Something by the seeds. Something has floated up to the top of this one. <laughs> <laughs> It's weird. Uh, once we checked, there's no record of an intern named Claire. <laughs> Their social security number does not match. I'm getting pretty nervous. Uh, well, I think we did it. Which one was your favorite? I like the pinkest of pink. I actually think that the first and the last taste very similar. Yeah. But I'm like, if I'm going to eat something pink, I want it to look like when I shit that I ate a Pixar character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. You, wanted, yeah. you wanted to stick with you. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to make a memory, and I think this will. This one, I think, was like jumping into an icy cold pool, and it was really upsetting to my mouth, but it prepared me for these two. Yeah, yeah. that's right. We would, were ready. Would you yeah. eat this one on a salad because it's kind of loose? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> it's kind of loose. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of well, loose. It is, like a it little, loose. It's no. like a little loose. It's, it's loose. loose. Here's it's the thing, thin. It's, loose. it's thin, yeah. It, the technical term for it is loose. <laughs> it's a loose. It's they a get little... thicker as they go. Yeah. And that's pink sauce. Thank you both. Thank you. Marcy and Lindsay, yeah. thank you so much. Coming up next, more show. And we're back. As of this weekend, or if you're listening to this podcast when it drops right now, we are 100 days away from the 2022 midterm elections, and we need to make every day count. If you haven't signed up already, please go to votesaveamerica.com slash midterms to take our Count Me In pledge to volunteer this weekend and in the coming months to find out about more opportunities to help out in elections that affect you and your neighborhood and your community. In honor of those 100 days, we'd like to welcome a person who I consider up to the minute on his current events... It's the amazing Sam Sanders. Sam, come on out here. Hi. Hello. Which chair do you want me in? Sit right here is good. I'm wearing a collar and not a skirt. I'm sorry. No, you're, well, see, you should wear what you want to wear, you know, and that's well, now exciting. Now I want to wear a skirt. Well, you can wear a skirt whenever you'd like. Okay. The thing is, even that collar that Sam is obviously pulling off, he's a very handsome, well-proportioned human being, I, a mock turtleneck on me, it looks like a child drew me. You know, like when a child draws, right when they figure out the general idea, but they're not at necks yet? I wear this because it's like a little security blanket tick, but you can pull it like this and just like yeah. tug it for comfort. Yeah. As you need. But like a collar underneath, I can't do it. It won't work for me. It's protection. I, and I love that for you. <laughs> 
What's the most important thing to you personally that happened in the last 100 days? Someone leaked that fucking Beyonce album. Fuck them. Yeah. Don't do that. How did that happen? I don't know. It screwed up my week. How we did it launched screw up your week? It, so, we, so I launched this new show this week for Vulture. It's called Into It. Go check it out. Check out Into It and on Vulture. The first episode is kind of a look back on Beyonce's career as like perhaps the most successful executive in the music industry. Because if you look at her like that, she's changed the whole game. It was us waxing poetic on her business mind. And then Wednesday, I was like, team, how do we address this leak in our show? But we did. Episode's still good. Go check it out. Go check it out. I do think that there's this challenge, though, in like, there's like kind of two kinds of business models that exist. And one is for people who were famous before the end of the monoculture, basically anyone famous Mm -hmm. before 2008 or 10, Mm -hmm. and then a totally different model for anyone famous after. The kind of like do-it-yourself model, ignore the big labels, kind of go your own way, like requires a level of fame, like whether it's Beyonce or comedians, like remember when Louis C.K. did that, you know, that he would release his stuff on his own website. It's like... And, you know, even Joe Biden becoming president, being famous before 2008 has value. It sure does. And we don't know how to create that kind of fame now. No. And my, so it's, hard, so it's like yeah. hard for an artist that's coming up now to apply any of the lessons for what someone like Taylor Swift or Beyonce or anyone of that stature is doing. Yes. Although I will say that, like, Beyonce reached, like, the height of her powers with the surprise drop in late 2013, which was after social media. And her doing that changed the way the entire industry released records. And so she was doing that as the monoculture was dying. So it's impressive in that regard. I'm, yeah. I'm giving away my episode. Go listen go to listen it. To, hey, but go listen <laughs> to the episode. All that to say, we love her. Yeah. Go find the leaker and give him hell. I never know what we're going to do when I come on your show. And, that's, and sometimes I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Sam. Yes, sir. Between the lingering COVID fog and the torturous Catherine wheel that is the news cycle, I don't have any fucking clue when anything happened. But I hope that you do. So do I. Because we're playing a game where you must tell me, did this happen more or less than 100 days ago? What even, no, first, what even is 100 days ago? What is 100 days ago? Three months and a little bit. We're talking April, we're in April. We're living in April. End of March. What was April? (laughs) April was when I got COVID. I'll be good at this game. You're going to be so good at it. (laughs) Sam. Did this event happen more or less than 100 days ago? The first successful pig-to-human heart transplant. That was over 100 days ago. Yep, that was January 10th. Hey. I don't mind hey, the help. I do We're mind a community. the help. I do mind the We're help. A We're not a community. We're up here. They're down there. <laughs> wow. Wow. Here's the thing. Here's uh-huh. the thing. If, if we've learned anything over the last five years, people want to be ruled. You know what I mean? I'm just going to tug on my security <laughs> blanket. I'm fine. It's fine. <laughs> Olivia Wilde's was served divorce papers from Jason Sudeikis Yo, that while shit on was stage. That was. I loved it. That was April 27th. It was wild. It was wild. It was wild. I don't know how it happened. Also, I'm, I'm a coach it. of a nice team. I love it when like people who do the whole I'm such a nice guy shtick get shown to not be that nice. And like we allegedly. Reveal. Allegedly. Who else did it? Well, I know, but he, he claims that it was a who snafu. Who I don't know who else did it. Maybe did somebody it. just a very, very vengeful process server. No. Maybe they hated uh, Booksmart. Jason Sudeikis was in the car waiting to drive the server off. I guarantee it. Prince Philip died. 
Which Aww. one was he? He was ancient. Not the bad one. There's a bad one. There's the one associated with the planes and the islands. You know what the new thing is now with the royal family? Can I say the word? You can. What's his face? Is, uh, this is, I can't say uh, it. We can't, this, is a, this is a spurious rumor. <laughs> if it trends on Twitter, it's real. <laughs> no, no, not no that. we're not That's, talking we're about talking that about one. We're talking about Prince Baldy. What's his name? William. You're talking, William. About, the, you're talking about reports. William likes to get... Yes, he, there's pegging reports. Yeah. But yeah. I find that... Good on him. First of all. Good on him. What is the first of all? We're going to have to, de- we have to, <laughs> as a society, we need to destigmatize pegging. That's just something that's, ha- it's actually happening. And we, we are excited for that. Look, the straight men are going to, they're going to loosen their ties and they're going to open their minds. But the point is, the point is, this is, uh, this is nuts. This is, you're a journalist. Ostensibly. What, what is the question? When did Prince Philip die? Was the question you're like, speaking of Prince Philip, <laughs> I pegging. don't know when he died. I don't know when it he died. It was more. It was April 9th. Okay, great. I mean, not. Elon Musk became the largest shareholder of Twitter by 9.2% of Twitter stock. That was less than 100 days ago. More. It was April 4th. Shut up. 2022. Wow. Politico published a leaked draft of the Supreme Court opinion that would overturn Roe versus Wade. Less than 100 days? Yep. That was May 2nd. Okay. Russia invaded Ukraine. I felt like three years. Yeah, it's more. You got okay. it. Yeah. How am I doing? You're doing really good. You have to say that. I, everyone always wins. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing about What's a rumor. Here, let's talk about What's a rumor thing? on the internet that Prince William is having multiple affairs that involve pegging. Let's talk about it for a second. I, all I saw was pegging. I didn't see the affairs, too. What's pegging? What's no, pegging? baby. This is work we cannot do for you. You have a supercomputer in your back pocket? Here's the thing. So, Google pegging. Here's what I would what say you to you. Say? Here's what I would say. <laughs> what are you going to say? I'm saying he could Google it. It's free to Google it. Here's what I'd say. <laughs> Earlier we talked about a machine playing chess. Doing a job a person could do. Sometimes better, sometimes worse. That's not an app comparison. That's not an app comparison because with this, what, the thing what, is attached what, to a person. So the person is doing the work. Listen, we could talk about the Venn diagram of how necessary. <laughs> I'm even more confused now. Do you have a smartphone? We give you dispensation to turn it on right now and Google it. You have to. Let's trim some of this pegging back and forth. <laughs> I think it's playing in the room, but it's going to feel long for the, the people listening at home. Isn't Speaking the point of pegging. To, wait, isn't the point to feel long? We got there. We that got there. That was a landing and we, we got it. there. First images released of Margot Robbie as Barbie in Greta Gerwig's upcoming adaptation. Less than 100 days. Yep, that was April 26th. United Airlines, amongst others, removed the mask mandate after a judge struck it down. Well, more than 100 days. More, yeah. That was April 18th. Okay. Boris Johnson was fined for partying during the lockdown. The fine happened more than 100 days ago. Yeah, he left right. office more recently. That's right. April 12th was when he got the fine. The Ever Given, one of the world's largest container ships, got stuck in the Suez Canal for six days. That was like a year ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. That was March 23rd, 2021. It was a small thing. Hold on. I, yep. Have you Googled it yet? <laughs> what? You had a show? You're watching the show. Watch your phone and Google it. Come on. Somebody who likes a good time with an open mind, send a whisper to this gentleman. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Says, oh, God. Oh, yes, God. Yes, oh, God. 
Oh, God. Oh, it's not that. It's, Come it, on. No, this it's is what I'm thing. talking about. It's a beautiful thing. This is what I'm talking about. All these straight men out there in the world. Oh, okay. All right. You're, oh, you're cut off. Get off. You're yeah. cut off. It's too dramatic. It's too dramatic. You're putting on a show. Save that for when you get pegged. <laughs> Which feels like, honestly, hours away for this guy. Here's the point. We won't Here's have done our job tonight until we matchmake him and find him a pegger. Tonight. Let's set the bar lower. The, the, <laughs> Where are you going with this? What lives straight men could have if they weren't so afraid of being gay. It's amazing. There's a whole you know wide what, world waiting for you. There is. It's, it's beautiful. Like, they all fall in love with each other anyway. You know, that's what they do. They barely love... Listen. Listen. Listen to the... Look, come on. <laughs> I don't want to have sex with Paul Thomas Anderson. Yes, you do. <laughs> Just think he's a genius. <laughs> President Biden is confirmed to have contracted monkeypox. Okay, that's, that's not, not real. <laughs> Although by hook and crook this week, I got my monkeypox shot. I'm very proud of myself. I tried to get one, but they looked me up and down and said, you won't need this. <laughs> this isn't for you. This isn't for you. Biden did get COVID this week. Well, there was that photo of him at the Oval Office desk where he's like still working and he looked taxidermied. <laughs> and it's just like, let him rest. This is the... This Let is him rest. Go I, home, Joe. How old is he? How old is Joe? He's, he's, you know, he's between the ages of... Thank you so much, Sam. <laughs> go, li- <laughs> go listen into it wherever you get podcasts. Did I win? You won the game. Give it up for Sam okay, Sanders, bye. everybody. He'll be back for the hot takes. That was great. Thank you. Very excited for Sam's pod. When we come back, a GOP congresswoman. Hey, don't go anywhere. There's more of Love It or Leave It coming up. Love It or Leave It is brought to you by Angel's Envy. How can envy be a motivating force that inspires people? I don't know. I mean, Maybe look at look at Elon Musk. I mean, just, you know, <laughs> envy makes the world go round. Envy and FOMO. That's basically it. That's a ba- yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's, the half, that's capitalism. <laughs> envy is commonly regarded as a vice, but it can be a good thing. Envy can be a catalyst for creation, Ooh. inspiring the world to raise the bar. Okay. And Angel's Envy is a bourbon that is worth the envy. Oh, I was wondering where we were going with this. Angel's Envy bends the traditional rules of whiskey. It's a little different from all other bourbons out there. This bourbon makes the perfect gift for any occasion. Angel's Envy are the pioneers of secondary finishing in bourbon and one of the first full production urban distilleries in downtown Louisville. With its unique bottle design, Angel's Envy bourbon finished in port barrels is sure to be the envy of any bar cart too. Look for Angel's Envy bourbon finished in port barrels. Please drink responsibly. Copyright 2024, Angel's Envy, bottled by Louisville Distilling Company, Louisville, Kentucky. And we're back. (laughs) This week, BuzzFeed published the audio of a toast Republican Congressman Glenn Thompson gave at his son's gay wedding. In it, Thompson said of his son's marriage, we love it when they find their one true love, especially when they become part of our families. That's what we're rooting for. He sure as fuck wasn't rooting for it last week when Thompson became one of the 157 House Republicans who voted against the Respect for Marriage Act, which is designed to protect the right to marriage for gay people ahead of the Supreme Court fucking up wedding season for all of us. In fact, Congressman Glenn Thompson went to his son's wedding and toasted to every parent wanting their child to have what his son has just three days after he tried to stomp them all. Of course, he's not the only sanctimonious two-faced Republican voting against their children's futures. Joining me now is yet another congressperson who voted against protecting gay marriage before attending their son's gay wedding last week. Coming to the stage, Representative Jamie Rochester. 
Hi, Congresswoman. Oh, hi. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Oh, absolutely. Is that a champagne from the wedding? Is the reception still going on? Oh, yeah, it's raging. Raging. <laughs> <laughs> no one does a wedding like the gays. I'm talking ice sculptures of Saul Goodman, go-go dancers dressed like Lalo Salamanca, and Jonathan Banks impersonator. Or maybe that was Jonathan Banks. I really don't know. Wait a second. <laughs> That doesn't sound like a super gay wedding. That sounds like a wedding themed after Better Call Saul. Oh. <laughs> Is that possible? It sounds okay. like a Better Saul, Saul fan who just happens to be gay. Okay, but you didn't see the go-go dancers, okay? I'll tell you. I was ringing my bell. Because Hector Salamanca rings a bell. You know what? Shame on all of you. When I put these things into the text and I know Kendra and Hallie and Brian are like, who is this for? This is for no one. And I say, we're all watching Better Call Saul. Everybody's going to know that Hector Salamanca rings the bell. And then you people, you uncultured swine, sitting at home watching Love Island in a bachelorette with two bachelorettes. Twice the bachelorettes. How could I watch something good? I want to watch something fucking depraved. You horoscope reading nitwits. Rude. I'm, so, I'm sorry, please continue. <laughs> so, yes, to answer your question, they're still partying hard. It was the most fun I ever had. I'm looking at my beautiful boy. I wept tears of happiness knowing that he had finally found his person, um, which is something each state should decide if that should happen, not the Supreme Court. That's why I voted the way I did, John, and I stand by it. Okay. But you understand how that sounds. Like, what if your son met somebody who wanted to get married in, say, Kentucky, where Kim Davis, that Stephen King villain played by Kathy Bates, famously refused to sign marriage certificates ahead of Obergefell? Well, that's not going to happen. He just got married, and I think these two kids are really going to make it. No, but that's not the point. It's a hypothetical. The point is you seem to understand that you don't want these rules to apply to your own family, that the law, like restrictions on freedom, anti-gay policies, that those may hurt other people, but you get to do whatever you want. Mm. Yeah, see, that's exactly what people said about my pro-life voting record when I drove my daughter Courtney to get her safe and legal abortion. Are you serious? If you supported your daughter during an abortion, then you should understand how important it is that she had the choice not to continue a pregnancy. <laughs> no, sorry, sorry, John, I'm pro-life, okay. But what about other people's lives? Not really following. I'm pro-life, pro-marriage, pro-family, specifically my family, though. Do you, <laughs> do you hear yourself right now? Yes, I hear myself. I love the sound of my voice. That's why I'm a politician. I love the power that I have and how I wield it selectively. Everyone is always like, Republicans are hypocrites. Republicans are hypocrites. But we don't see ourselves that way. Do you want to know why? Because you find some way to justify it to yourself. Mm. Oh, John, you sweet, dumb, cross-dressing Californian. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> Because we aren't hypocrites. For us to be hypocrites, we'd have to profess one set of values while living by another. But we live our values. And our values, our basic moral philosophy at the core of everything we believe, is that rules don't apply to people like me. They apply to you. We aren't breaking rules to make for everyone. We're making the rules for you. The law isn't for us. Abortion restrictions aren't for us. They're for the people who need to be bound by these sorts of rules, the lesser types, who cannot handle life without limits, like me and my friends and my family. <laughs> We're civilized, you're not. <laughs> We're the right kind of white, and you're not. <laughs> Jail is for other people. Consequences are for other people. But, but don't you feel any shame? You know, it's hard to tell the difference between feeling shame and feeling caught. But it's getting easier. 
It used to be we had at least to pretend to live by the rules that we made. But that's what's so lovely about Trump. It's permission to give up on all that. And it feels so nice. (laughs) It's actually the last rule we used to have to follow. Now it only applies to you people too. You still have to make sense. We don't. It's a warm feeling. Like watching Kylie Minogue leap out of a decoy cake at your queer son's wedding. She was dressed as Kim Wexler, by the way. (laughs) Kim Wexler of Better Call Saul, you say? (laughs) We hate you. Get out of here, Congresswoman. To toast to love. To love. Get out of here, Congresswoman Uh, Rochester. great. You maniac. I'm coming for your birth control next. Thank you. (laughs) Lindsay, everybody. Check out the Snack Time podcast. When we come back, Walker, I hardly know her. So stupid. (laughs) Don't go anywhere. This is Love It or Leave It, and there's more on the way. Sofas, recliners, love seats, everything is better in leather. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley, where bold meets durable. And wait a minute, who's been finger painting on the couch again? That's okay. Leather is easy to clean. The new leather collection at Ashley is built with the durability you need for the whole family. Yes, pets too. Luxury is meant to be livable. Shop chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. And we're back. One-time NFL star turned Republican Senate candidate Herschel Walker once said, talking a lot, you make mistakes. Not talking, you don't make mistakes, except for the mistake of not talking. It's actually a very good point. Of all the mistakes Herschel Walker has made, not talking has never been one of them. Here to discuss a person that could be Trump 2.0, it's the wonderful Marcy Jaro. Hello. Hi, Marcy. Welcome back. Is this a sitting game? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, how familiar are you with Herschel Walker? I read an article that someone on your team sent me. <laughs> and I probably skimmed it, to be honest. Do you, think he's, <laughs> do you think he's an actress or a star? I think he's a star. Yeah, he's a star. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell already that he's a one of a kind. He's also a pathological liar, so uh, this is going to be fun. Are you ready? Yes. What federal agency did Herschel Walker falsely claim to be an agent of in 2019? FBI. Yep. Don't He's, tell me. Don't tell Stop her. It. Stop uh, it. If I'm stupid, I have to earn it. <laughs> Walker said he had spent time at the FBI Academy at Quantico, but really he went to a week-long training course one time. Oh. In 2020, Walker declared during an interview with Glenn Beck that he had what that could, quote, kill any COVID on your body? Is it A, a damp sponge, B, a dry mist, C, a juicy squirt, or D, a sopping towelette? A dry mist. A dry mist that he claimed the government didn't want people to know about. Oh, boy. This is going to be upsetting when I really understand the mind of this man, huh? A secret dry mist. There's also a conspiracy theory about uh, the global elite have secret med beds that can cure any disease that were sitting on med beds, like from the movie Elysium, basically. For years, Walker claimed that he graduated in the top 1% of his class at the University of Georgia. Where did he actually stand when he graduated? Uh, he didn't graduate. That's correct. He didn't graduate. This is my soulmate. (laughs) He lied about having lied when he lied about having never said it. Walker called this business Renaissance Man Food Services, the largest minority-owned chicken business in the United States with about 800 employees. This is not true. How many employees does it really have? Close. As of April 2020, when the company applied for a PPP loan, it listed eight employees. Uh. Next up, true or false? Herschel Walker understands that climate change is real and caused by human activity. False. 
It's a trick question. His position is so bewildering that it defies categorization. <laughs> Here's a quote from a campaign speech. But since we don't control the air, our good air decided to float over to China, bad air. <laughs> so when China gets our good air, their bad air got to move. <laughs> so it moves over to our good air space. And now we got to clean that bike up. This sounds like something a family member of mine could say. Yeah, and, and honestly, I'm not going to name who, but he knows who he is, and he's my father. <laughs> it makes a little more sense than we'd like to admit, I think. You get what he's getting at. It's like he misunderstood someone made a rational statement about it, and he tried to like internalize it, and then it came out that way instead. Yeah, you know? I think that's right. Yeah. I think that's right. In Herschel Walker's book, he wrote about the time he picked up a loaded gun and drove around Dallas hunting a man who was late delivering a car Walker bought. What, according to Walker, convinced him not to commit murder? Is it A, Walker actually did murder the guy? <laughs> B, the golden rule, treat others like you would treat, like to be treated. Or C, the man's car delivery truck had a bumper sticker that said, smile, Jesus loves you. D, don't even worry about it. None of this really happened. Oh, D. No. It was the bumper sticker. <laughs> it saved a life. In addition to the public, which key group did Herschel Walker lie to about his secret children, according to the Daily Beast? His staffers. Yeah, right. he yeah. lied to his own campaign. He Over and over and over again. Yeah. Which I read I, that in that again, one article. <laughs> you get on some level. Which of the following is true? A, in 2014, Walker won season three of Rachel versus Guy Celebrity Cook-Off, a reality TV show aired on the Food Network. B, in 2009, Walker was a contestant on the reality TV show The Celebrity Apprentice, but was fired by Donald Trump in the eighth episode. In 2010, when Walker was almost 50, he told an interviewer he eats only one meal a day and does 750 to 1,500 push-ups a day and about 2,000 sit-ups. Or D, according to Walker's ex-wife, he had repeatedly threatened her with knives and guns. By way of explanation, Walker said he likely cannot remember these events because he has dissociative identity disorder and typically blacks out when his actions are controlled by one of his violent personalities. D. It's all of the above. (laughs) He has done all of those things. That was a trick. You know what? I was going to say that at least three of them felt real to me. (laughs) It is amazing. He is so close to being a senator. It is going to be so hard to keep him from being a senator. Warnock's up a little, but it's tough. It's time for our Christian Walker lightning round. Herschel's son, Christian Walker, is a gay TikTok star known for espousing his conservative views while in line at Starbucks. <laughs> is this real or fake merchandise you can buy from his website? I like my walls. I like big and tall building. Uh, yes, that's real. I like my walls like I like my men, big and tall. Correct. Next. Okay. Bless, not privilege. Uh, yes, that's real. You got it. <laughs> Last one. I'm a man, so I'm not a feminist. That's real as well. Yep. <laughs> I watch... 20 seconds of a video, and I knew who he was so well. The first time I saw it, he has a great gay voice. Yeah. He was ranting about the libs and woke culture, then stops halfway through to order a vanilla latte. <laughs> and I was like, how is this real? Like, I, I just assumed it was a parody, and it was not. He it very much gives I'm not like other girls, you yeah. know? Yeah, that's right. I know exactly what yeah. you mean. He watches the game. You know, right, right, it's the right. reverse of he watches the game. Yeah, yeah. In a sense. All right. One of these or Starbucks orders belongs to Christian Walker. One belongs to me. Can you pick which one is which? Okay, 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 okay. One is, oh my God, I'm learning about this from the card and this is chilling me to my core. All right. Here are two beverages. One, three shots of espresso over ice in a venti cup, one pump vanilla, one pump white mocha, light whip. 
Two, triple espresso with extra ice in a grande cup. Three, pump sugar-free vanilla, splash of half and half with a straw. Oh, I think yours is the second one and his is the first. Yeah. Uh. They're too similar. They're too similar. Sugar-free. <laughs> you got to watch it, right? You got to watch those cows. <laughs> it tastes good, so who cares? He's young. He can do whatever he wants with those eyes of his mesmerizing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel indifferent to him, which is the opposite of love. <laughs> you never, people never do the contrapositive of that one. You know what I mean? Christian Walker says he's attracted to men, but he is not what? Gay. A slur. <laughs> <laughs> he says he's not gay. He refuses okay. to identify with the rainbow cult. Don't call me gay. Okay. Okay. I was, okay, I'm glad he didn't say the slur then. <laughs> no. <laughs> he doesn't want to be part of our cult. Yeah, he can't be part of my cult, so. He's a part of our cult, whether he likes it or yeah. not. Sorry, Christian. You're one of us. One of us. <laughs> one of us. Stop it. <laughs> Marcy, I have great news. Yes. You've won the game. <gasps> Woo! Check out Marcy's podcast, L is for Losers and 90 Day Bay. When we come back, hot takes. Woo! And we're back. These midterms are going to be tough, but the outcome on November 8th depends on the decisions we make and the actions we take to make our case over the next 100 days. The good news is our volunteer community has already stepped up big, and we're on track to hit our 2018 total volunteer number by the end of this month. Sunday marks 100 days out from Election Day, which means we have three more months to go above and beyond ahead of November. We only need 1,800 more volunteers to sign up this week to hit our goal. Please, if you haven't signed up yet, Head to votesaveamerica.com slash 100 days to be one of them. We need everybody to sign up. We have to do our best to hold the House, do our best to win two more seats in the Senate. We have AG races and local races that will mean the difference between having people that believe in elections and democracy and people who don't in positions of power. So everybody has to sign up. Also, big news from Crooked, we have a brand new show called Dare We Say. Every week, young actors and best friends Josie Tota, Alicia Pesquale-Pena, and Yasmin Hamidi will discuss and navigate the issues that affect their lives and break down the world their generation was handed. The show is fun and smart, and as we know, it is intern approved. It's something that we know. <laughs> Ava, that's for you. The show's for you. The trailer is out now, and the pod premieres on August 11th, so follow Dare We Say wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm also realizing that I had a conversation with Ava on a show that airs later. Ava's very young. That's why it's so it's good. The oldest I've ever fucking sounded is in the last two sentences. <laughs> I turned 40 during making that sentence happen. <laughs> Fuck. And we're back. Now it's time for a segment we call Hot Takes. Our sick and twisted producers have assembled some disgusting positions no one on the stage has seen. Please welcome back Sam, Lindsay, and Marcy to the stage. We'll have 30 seconds each to defend these takes. We each get one skip, but beware what you skip to may be worse than what you skipped from. You know? Okay. okay. Let's see what's up first. Okay. Men look better with beards. That's for me. Um, I want to skip it. Oh. Oh. <laughs> The best part about having COVID is getting to tap out of Pod Save America shows and pretending to be disappointed. <laughs> There's nothing I like more than that feeling Sunday night of knowing I have to catch up on all the news and be ready to go toe-to-toe with John and Tommy Monday afternoon. That gives me a great feeling every Sunday night and not a little pang like I'm in a class I didn't know I was taking once a week. <laughs> and I like that feeling. And I was disappointed not to get to do Pod Save America because getting to do Pod Save America is a joy. Very sincere. I liked it. Let's see what's next. 
Lindsay, your hot take is, I don't believe in therapy. <laughs> your chin is doing the funniest <laughs> thing right now. <laughs> you have 30 seconds. Okay. Uh, well, therapy is bad because you should take your issues with you to your grave. Yeah. <laughs> I think that it's okay if you're mentally ill because if luckily you'll probably be delusional enough that you don't know you're affecting other people. If you go f- into full psychosis... Then you don't even have to know where you are. And honestly, in the world today, that's a positive. So I don't know if therapy works. I I really, and I, in fact, I'll say I don't believe in it. Nice. Let's see what's up next. The quality of an actor's performance is directly correlated to the volume of their voice. (laughs) Let me tell you a secret about the bear. It's not great. (gasps) Stop telling white men that yelling is good acting. I don't think it is. I want every person of color in that kitchen to get a real backstory. That's what I want. I think the show has done well technically. Episode 7 has some great work going on. But shut those fucking dudes up. Shut them up. I'm done. I yield back my time. We are. Okay. Uh, I feel as though, I feel like there was some Sydney erasure in what you just said. I want her to have the whole damn show. She's great. Let me tell you something. This is more than 30 seconds. <laughs> When I started watching The Bear, I thought they were going to do that orange is a new black thing where they're like, you think the show is about the white person, but it's not. Crazy eyes. And they never fully went there with The Bear. Get those guys out of the way. They're in the way. Give me A.O. Am I right? How should we get them out of the way? Kill them. Car accident. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. The Bear season two. If you make The Bear season two just everybody else, best show in the country. Best show ever. That's what I'm saying. Thank okay. you. You get it. Okay. That's it. I yield. Yeah. I, that I, was my time, though. I, <laughs> I hate those hot chefs yelling at each other all the time. <laughs> no, thank you. All right. Let's see what's up next, chef. God, I hate being in a TV writer's room. Great. You know, here's the thing is men talk a lot, especially when you put a majority of them in a room. Uh, they will keep talking. Uh, and this is all true gripes about actual. This is not even a bit now, guys. Just men <laughs> talk a lot, especially if they think they are funny and get paid to be funny. Oh, God, they talk a lot. <laughs> and they don't like being interrupted, but I do like to interrupt. It's rough for me. I'm. I've Available. Hire me, though. <laughs> nice. Let's see what's next. I'm upset Mansion and Schumer struck a deal. I run cold. <laughs> I do run cold. And I, I like when you walk outside and the air smells cooked. I think it's cool that in Los Angeles, we have a weather for part of the year just smoky. That's a new kind of weather. The sky's a kind of green. You're like, oh, it's smoky out today. That, and I really appreciated that period during the pandemic when it was both unsafe to be inside and outside. <laughs> I love that, and I want more of it. I didn't lose my mind during that period. Thank you. <laughs> All right, who's up next? Everyone should get divorced. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Because what is marriage, really? I mean, we're going to destroy it. We're going to destroy everyone's hope in getting married. So let's just fucking burn it down. In fact, get married to get divorced. (laughs) 
That is the protest. Get married to get divorced. Everybody marry. And you know what? Here's, okay, okay, I have an idea. Wealth inequality, this will solve it. A rich person marries a poor person in California. They get divorced. Their wealth is divided. Is that how it works? Yeah, so we just have to get them all to marry each other and then get divorced. Okay, solved it. Solved it. Let's see what's next. I really don't get the hype around Beyonce's Coachella performance. Homecoming, more like home snoring. This is a hate crime. I want to circle back to white male actors. How dare you? Some of y'all are doing the work, and I appreciate that. (laughs) But I want y'all to know that you can't just be yelling all the time. There's more to it. There's more than that. They have small moments on that show. They send fucking poor man's Timothy Chalamet to like an AA meeting. So- Al-Anon. <laughs> Wait, what? Is- it's Al-Anon. It's Al-Anon. And that was a profound. I really never I- saw a white guy do that scene before. How fucking dare I'm you? I'm sorry. I was I'm sobbing. Sorry. I was sobbing. Watch the bear, like the bear, but don't think it's better than it is. <sighs> Listen, send me home to go play Beyonce. I don't care. (laughs) Sobbing. (laughs) Sobbing several times in that finale. And then I said, why? For what reason and to what end? And to what? (laughs) I cried. I cried. I found it beautiful. Give me A.O. in that scene. Give me A.O. in that scene. Give me A.O. in that scene. Why? And to what end? (laughs) Let's see see what's next. Oh. 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 Okay. Okay. It says, fuck, Mary kill, Kanye West, Tristan Thompson, Lord Scott Disick. And show your work. Marcy, take it away. Okay, we're going to go ahead and kill Tristan Thompson. He will live on in plenty of other children. Don't worry about it. It's not, yeah. Uh, let's see. And then I'm going to, uh, look, I'm going to fuck Scott Disick. And here's no. why. Here's why. Tell me why. <laughs> Where is this? This ends in a phenomenal You're marriage. <laughs> Even Chris Jenner will talk about how big his dick is. So I just want to see what it is. <laughs> and then I'm going to marry Kanye because I love him weirdly. I can fix him. <laughs> that was a hot take. That was a hot take. That was fantastic. <sighs> and that is hot takes. One more time for Sam Sanders, Marcy Jaro, and Lindsay Adams, everybody. When we come back, we'll end on a high note. And we're back. Here it is, this week's high note. Hi, John Lovett. This is Katie in Charlotte, North Carolina, calling with my high note. Okay, I'm going to do a little bit of a throwback here. Five years ago this week, I had open-heart surgery for a problem that I was born with. It had always been a pre-existing condition, and it was never covered. And five years ago, it was do or die, get the surgery. And thanks to Obamacare, it was covered. So I like to think the world is a little bit better place with me in it. And thanks, Obama. Bye. Hi, John. Um, This is Abby from New Jersey. I just had my bachelorette party last weekend, and I really wanted to do some political action, having all my ladies and my ladies there with me. And so i got some letters from Swain Left, and I brought them out, but they were having a deal, so I ended up bringing more than I was expecting to. And I was like, okay, maybe we'll finish them all. I don't know how into it everyone's going to be. And 
my whole crew was so into it. We wrote 200 letters, and I've got them stockpiled and ready to send out to PA voters at the very end of October. So uh, I was a great way to celebrate and kind of reclaim some of our patriotism. All right. Thank you so much for everything you do. Bye. Hi, love it. My high for this week is I got to explain what poppers are to my two male cis friends. We were out at a bar. A girl came up who one of them had already made out with and she had him sniff a bottle and he just did it. And I said, is that poppers? And she said, yeah. And then I got to explain why a VCR cleaner would be at a bar. So thanks for the education. Love ya. Thank you to everybody who gave us a high note tonight. If you want to leave us a message about something that gave you hope, call us at 213-262-4427. That is our show. Thank you to Marcy Jaro, Sam Sanders, Lindsay Adams, and everybody who shared a high note. There are 101 days until the midterm election, so sign up at votesaveamerica.com to right fucking now and have a great weekend. Thanks, everybody. Lover Leave It is a Crooked Media production. It is written and produced by me, John Lovett, and Lee Eisenberg. Kendra James is our senior producer, and Brian Semmel is our producer. Hallie Keeper is our head writer. Sarah Lazarus, Jocelyn Kaufman, Pulavi Gunalan, and Peter Miller are the writers. Bill Lance is our editor, and Kyle Seglin is our sound engineer. Claire Fogarty is our production intern working on the show for the summer. Our theme song is written and performed by Sure Sure. Thanks to our designers, Jesse McLean and Caroline Haywood, for creating and running all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast, and to our digital producers, Nar Malconian, Zuri Irvin, and Milo Kim, Mia Kelman, and Matt DeGroote for filming and editing video each week so you can. Sofas, recliners, love seats, everything is better in leather. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley, where bold meets durable. And wait a minute, who's been finger painting on the couch again? That's okay, leather is easy to clean. The new leather collection at Ashley is built with the durability you need for the whole family. Yes, pets too. Luxury is meant to be livable. Shop chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.